재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Every Tuesday we get a glimpse at what younger Koreans are embracing in terms of TV, film, trends, you name it. It's called Generation Now uh, and it's brought to us by our contributor Leah Young. How you doing, Leah? Good morning. Today we're going to talk, I know, about uh, technology-enabled dating, a.k.a. the dating app. Before you bring us into the digital present, let me just tell you, I have seen a massive evolution in this stuff over my life. When I was a kid, the mm -hmm. very first sort of dating technology, mm -hmm. you would go into like an, a studio or an office mm -hmm. and somebody would film you and make a VHS tape of your little spiel. Here's why you should date me. I like, you know, fresh baked bread and walking on the beach and all this stuff. They'd put that thing on a shelf. And really? Then, <laughs> theoretically, the woman would walk in and then they'd line up those 10 tapes and she'd watch all of them. Usually it was geared, for, you know, for guys to pitch to women. Um, and that was the first sort of dating technology. Oh. You know, I was, I was too young to take part in it back then, but that's what sort of evolved into computer profiles and digital profiles and now we have the modern dating app that's fascinating so social dating services was always there it was yeah it was a bit more analog before mm. it wasn't so quick but nowadays um and I'm, i'm curious young people young koreans like yourself to what extent are they embracing dating apps on mobile technology i mean is it uh, it's no longer considered a new thing right Yeah, well, blind dates were always there, and they're taking that in another level. Ah, blind dates, you know, so get things, things that your parents or your friends would set up for you based on their judgment that maybe you guys are going to like each other. Yeah. But you, the, the thing with blind dates is you have to meet each other in person, and you have to sit through maybe an awkward hour or two to determine whether you like each other. Yes. Digital dating apps are much quicker, aren't they? Yeah, they're more upfront, direct, and you don't have to think about your relationship with your friend. And you can be very instant and no shame, mm. no fuss. So. Just in case there's anybody out there who hasn't uh, played around with these mobile dating apps or so on, or still wants to maintain the pretense that they haven't tried it, it's basically like sorting through profiles like playing cards almost, right? Yeah, so one swipe, you would be able to... Uh, have a tournament between two profile pictures that would be provided to your account every mm. day. Mm. So it's like speed. Had, had you ever heard of uh, speed dating before? Yeah. Speed dating was this thing around the 90s, I guess. And so you'd you go to this like room. like five minutes. Yeah, and then you'd, you'd not even five. You'd have two minutes. You'd sit with somebody at a table for two minutes and like you'd circulate through 20 people. Mm -hmm. And if both of you agreed, we'd like to see each other again or at least know each other's phone number, then you, you got to exchange information. <laughs> <laughs> so digital apps are kind of like the, the modern digitally enabled version of speed dating. Is it big in Korea? Yes, I would say so. I mean, it's, uh, it's had humble beginnings just like everybody, but now there's dozens or so apps, right? It's not just one or two go-to apps. There's like got to be tens of them at least. Well, actually, it's bigger than that. Social dating business in Korea took off since late 2014 mm. and exploded throughout the past two years. And according to Korea's consumer agency survey in 2016, there's about 170 social dating apps currently in the market Whoa. and 3.3 million members are registered which is one third of seoul's population and 15 percent of entire korea's population that's amazing yeah and 
top rankings for sales profit in domestic app field. Dating apps were ranked as top five, six, and eighth. So they landed of all apps. Of all apps, fifth, sixth, and eighth. Well, excluding the game apps. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's still humongous. It sounds mm-hmm. like hu- huge business. Yes, and according to the mobile analy- analysis expert App Annie's 2015 retrospective report, mm. the current market scale is approximately 50 billion Korean won, mm. and is predicted to be multiplied 10 times within a few years. 500 billion won. Within a few years. Yes. So 4,000 couples are matched each day. That is one couple for every 20 seconds. Just since we've been talking, probably three or four couples have matched up on, on dating apps. Yeah. And there are lots of terms that express the young generation in Korea. And one is called Enpo generation, which means who's giving up dating, marriage, and children in their 20s and 30s. Ah, because, these are the give-ups. Yeah. Because of the lack of breadth of mind. But pretty much they're willing to actively take part in dating still. According to dating app service Jungwoo Dates survey with 40,000 people, female 58% and 52% of male have answered they will still not give up on dating. That's interesting. You would expect in, in most of these situations for males to outnumber females. Surely in those VHS tape dating services <laughs> that I just told you about, you had about like a 20 to 1 ratio. But um, yeah, okay, so you have more females. And are females actually willing to use these online dating services, dating apps? Yeah, I think so. I was very surprised just by researching this subject this mm. week. Many of my friends were using this. I was so surprised. <laughs> it's t- I don't want to, you know... <sighs> I don't want to take this in a in a lowbrow direction, but sometimes these apps somewhere else in the world, they're like for quick hookups. They're for casual dating. They're for non, you know, uh, this is not a person you want to spend the rest of your life with or even necessarily date for a long time. It's yeah. like, you know, one night stand kind of stuff. That's not the approach generally in Korea, right? Well, I mean, sometimes it is. It pretty was in the beginning. And one significant point that would be repeated if we continue to talk about the various topics of the young generation, Kurt. They don't want to be committed to anything on a serious level, mm. but they still want to try out different options out there. And this mindset is showing upon the dating scene as well. Yeah. It's, I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. Is it a kind of a cynical way of meeting people? Is it slightly... Because you, you said that... A lot of the people using these are the give-up generation. They've they've kind of given up on the traditional way of meeting and marrying and so on. So it's it's a much more casual sort of way of interacting with people. What kind of um, sort of experience do or do people have in terms of these apps? What types of apps are out there? So the most basic type would be having a tournament between the profile pictures provided to you. So you swipe through your ideal type until you like, get the match. Like, don't like, like, don't yeah. like. Okay. And there's a type that you can search a possible date based on your nearby location. Mm-hmm. And most, all of the apps, when you join the membership, you have to register your profile too, which gets evaluated by at least 100 people in the beginning. And that gives you an average score to start from. 
Really? And that's harsh. Yeah, that's so harsh. So your your score is going to be the average of what 100 people thought in terms of how hot you are, basically. Yeah, from scale of one to five. Okay. And four people get the chance to evaluate you daily. So many of my friends use this not only as a dating service, but they use it as a bet who gets a better average weight to compete with each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could kind of, I would think you could kind of spam it if you get plenty of your friends in early and say, okay, everybody, my profile's going live. Yeah, but good marks. there's a filtering system in this uh, platform if you want. So there's an algorithm that avoids the uncomfortable situation to be connected to your acquaintance. Ah, so it reviews your contacts and says, I'm not going to take Leah and uh, show her to that guy that's in her class or yeah. whatever. Okay, fair enough. So, um, do these apps let themselves be known as either casual apps or like serious apps? I mean, if you're, if you're not one of the give ups and you do want to be married, mm-hmm. can you skew to some of these apps for longer term relationships and more serious approaches? Well, maybe, but I think there's a difference between the marriage information business and the social dating service apps mm. currently. The social dating apps propose is not about meeting your perfect match or getting married. The propose just stops at meeting up someone that day and having a good time. Yeah. And if there's anything that gets you further, they take that as a bonus. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of the profiles, so I hear, mm-hmm. uh, say, you know, oh, just interested in, in making friends. I mean, they have a very innocent sort of pitch to them. Yeah. A lot of, um, I think a lot of the users here in Korea, especially, they project themselves as just wanting to kind of make friends. Um, so there's got to be, um, with, with these dating apps, the criteria is not just a pretty face, right? I mean, the profile has to, in a Korean context, surely you've got to give up some of your, your spec. You've got to you know, maybe say where you went to school, that kind of stuff. Does that come into play on these digital apps? Yeah, you indicate your um, academic achievements and your looks and your so-called specs that you Mm. would say, and your job, your personality, your taste. But the difference about uh, the valuable information, how valuable you uh, evaluate the information, is not about how good on how good you on on paper mm. it's more about your hobby and your taste and personality that we're looking for does that come through in these like instantaneous digital profiles do you think well you can choose the adjective that fits you the most uh-huh. so you can choose like three of the main adjectives that would express you the best so your way with words will have a lot to do with this choosing the right words yeah choosing the right words and especially choosing the right picture i would say yeah (laughs) i would would not be surprised at all to find that there are like photo studios out there tailored just to social media dating app photos you know yeah so if we take this big picture and we say, okay, the rise of social media dating apps, what, what can we derive about the big picture dating scene in Korea from these? Well, I would say the people are more open to instant dates and they're slowly having a positive thoughts towards having a relationship or having a meetup that is not going towards being committed to a serious relationship. Mm. So they're becoming more okay about having these casual meetups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and are there, is it 
restricted to just sort of Koreans or are there non-Koreans on these dating apps as well? Well, the high demographic of the users are exchange students or foreigners who are staying in Korea temporarily. Okay, so mm-hmm. there are foreign users. Yeah, they are foreign users. And they are the most popular ones, I would say, among the Koreans. Seriously? Yeah. Interesting. And uh, this is uniquely Korean language environment, right? I mean, yes. the profiles are all... This is, this is all in Korean. Your Korean needs to be semi-decent to participate. Yes. Okay. Um... And uh, so this is accomplishing, at least in the short term, an interface between people. There's got to be uh, some caution involved in this, though, right? Just the way you wouldn't meet, you know, people casually in other circumstances. You have to be careful, right? Yeah, there is a dark side of social dating services. According to Korea Consumer Agency's survey, among the dating app users from 2014 to 2016 May, 49% eight percent out of 500 users answered they have experienced mental physical damage after meeting someone via these dating apps these reasons involves unwanted contacts unwanted sexual attempts personal data spill and even monetary problems yeah so these can open up your world i guess these dating apps and uh, create casual meeting opportunities across the board but you really do have to use common sense as always with meeting people Leia, thanks for coming in this is an interesting look at dating apps and we'll see you again next week thank you and we're back with did you know when koreascape returns right after this